Welcome to the glorious return of Dude Soup. Uh, which return? Kept going. Yeah, no, I kept going. Is, uh, yeah, what did we bust our asses over? <laughs> we bust our asses. <laughs> you guys did an incredible job. We stayed up job, all so. night. I did. Yeah. I yeah, look how pretty the set is now. Yeah, the set's yeah. real pretty. Very, very nice. Well, it, it looks great. turns out everything, everything gets fixed when I'm not around. <laughs> it's just that easy. Yeah. It's, because, it's the fear of your return, yeah. I think, that motivates He's like people. the emperor. Yeah, okay. we're like, everything better be working by the time Lawrence gets back. Otherwise, he's going to be pissed. Man, hey, if I have yet to... Maybe, that's interesting, but I, I have that, that sort of power without leave more eviscerating often. somebody. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, now he's going to try and strike fear in our hearts. Yeah, so. well now I'm wondering, if, if, I, if I like, you maybe know, if I years. just bring in a sacrificial intern and just put him, I was like, you know, Steve, could you come in here for a second? Fuck yeah! And, and just, just like tear him, him down in front of everybody. Oh. Man, what kind of respect would I get then? Not a lot. Not not much tearing down a, a lonely intern usually doesn't get much respect. I mean, we also know you're Lawrence, too. So. Shit. <laughs> would you believe that I've been pretending for six years? At this point, we don't know. He's oh, not yeah. just Lawrence anymore, though. I'm not That's sure right. I'm that. more. He's transcending. Imagine Lawrence. Oh man, stump man. <laughs> I can still stand up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, this episode is brought to you by two sponsors: Blue Apron and Black Tux. We have a new sponsor this week. Uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/soup. And you don't want to look silly cooking in normal clothes, so you can get 20% off your tuxedo rental uh, by going to blacktux.com/soup. So we'll hear more about both of those later. If you're curious about what Black Tux is, we'll get into it. But first, YouTube is detonating as we speak. It's oh. either imploding or exploding, oh. depending on what week it is. Uh, so there's two issues of, of varying importance kind of going on right now. The first relates to restricted mode. The other relates to a lot of, ad, a lot of advertisers pulling out of the YouTube advertising pool. Um, we'll start with restricted mode first because I think it's a little more self-contained of an issue. Um, so just to run it down, uh, everyone was suddenly made aware of something called restricted mode. And I phrase it that way because it's been around for a long time. As actually, so we reached out to YouTube, some of our contacts there, and they were, you know, very, uh, very excited to sort of explain everything. So just to, just to kind of list out the, uh, the issues at hand, restricted mode exists. It's not a new feature, and this is information that YouTube gave us. Uh, it launched in February 2010 as safety mode and was changed to restricted mode in July 2015. Uh, its usage is intended, and this is again from YouTube, for schools and libraries where they don't want, you know, homeless people wandering in and looking up birthing videos or cake farts or whatever. <laughs> in educational. Oh, that's, that's, that's one what thing they want to look at. Yeah. <laughs> to, well, this isn't YouTube related, but I do remember going to an Apple store in uh, New York. We were visiting, and uh, there was a guy just watching full-blown porn mm -hmm. on like an iMac, and he's like... Yes, yes, this looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, retina yeah. display. The retina display, you say. Yes, I you can, can see, see all the bumps. Yeah. Every undulating it. rope of yeah. fluids. Inside the anus, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Two, so, please. Gross. <laughs> Does the porn come together the and then fucks them? Okay, uh, also according to YouTube, only 1.5% of its daily views come from people who have restricted mode enabled. So uh, it's not enabled by default either. You have to find it and turn it on. Um, oh, so why was everyone worried about it? Um, Did they think was it getting turned on? There was a brief concern that it was enabled by default and that that, that represented a drop in views. There was a, a sky's falling wave about that. That passed pretty quickly. The longer concern, and this one's actually pretty interesting, and and there's a pretty wide room for debate, is that some LGBTQ content was included in mm. the restricted umbrella. Uh -huh. which. That's when it gets kind of fuzzy, um, and I don't I don't mean that in in like a a way that implies that gay or lesbian content or anything like that should be restricted, but I think that there are angles to that kind of content that maybe should be restricted. And by that I mean, uh, you know, if it, if it's a gay person talking about their life and experience, absolutely don't restrict that. That's good content that I think people maybe don't need to hear, but if they want to, certainly they should be allowed to find it. Um, but you could also say gay content is like two boys just making out. And I've certainly seen a lot of YouTube videos like that. Typically, they're called like well, prank videos. But here's oh, the that's thing: what happens Hold when you're on. searching prank for video. it? Hold on. I've certainly seen a lot of that. But is it okay to show a boy and a girl making out? I mean, those are very good questions. Because and there's two human beings making out. Yeah, I, yeah. So I don't have the answers to that. What I can say is that, given the way the feature is intended to work, I can understand why a public library in Montana may not want a video like that showing up, and that may also include a man whoa, whoa. and a woman making. Hold out. on. Hold on. There's a public library in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That, that may mean, be a little overreaching. Libraries aren't supposed to be the morality thermometer for 
their communities necessarily. You're right. They're supposed to have all the books. Like they're not oh. supposed to be like, sorry, we're not going to include yeah. this book because this library doesn't agree with the perspectives yeah, of that book. You shouldn't do that. Sutra. Like, <laughs> well, so that yeah, seriously though, like, <laughs> I think you you hit on on what is essentially the core of the issue is that who's making the decision and for what reason? Because um, I can you know from my personal experience, my hometown had a library. There's no way in shit the Kama Sutra was in that library. Yes. No way in. Fucking hell. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And if somebody found it, it would have been a problem. I remember when I was a kid, I went looking for it. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I still I, are. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, where's that comic sutra? <laughs> no, I found I, it at I half price books. one day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I found it at Borders. That was no problem. Oh, okay. But the, uh, Thank God. Yeah. I never bothered reading it. Uh, Who cares? <laughs> Just the pictures. <laughs> I get mine. So restrictive mode, not too much of an issue then, right? Since it's something that's already... Well, this, is, this seems like this yeah. is kind of an issue. So it's... it's uh, and YouTube, to their credit... I think, and I apologize because I don't have the exact thing, but I think in some of those instances, YouTube did officially say, oops, that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, so I, I guess the gray area here is who who decides what gets restricted by the restricted thing? It's all thing? an algorithm. Yeah. It has right? to be, right? YouTube does. So yeah. then I'm robots. Sure it's, it's, <laughs> well, here's, go ahead. I don't know their process, but I can only imagine to the, the scope of what they're capable of. Yeah. It's an algorithm with some selected human you know, QC, where they go, okay, well, we're going to actually have humans go through and, and just test certain chunks to make sure the algorithm is working as it's intended to, and then we'll tweak it. That's, that's my yeah. thinking of maybe how it works. I don't know that for sure. I, I would say building on that, it's kind building. of, it's a societal reflection. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, when you say this gay, the that kind of pop, pops out. when you say gay, right, there's an implication of s sexuality, right? Like, be by the nature of the term Absolutely. sexuality, yeah. sex is in it. Yeah. So I feel like if you are restricting things with sexual tones, mm -hmm. that could get caught up in an algorithm that thinks that gay men have right. to be sexually active to be gay. Right. Like that's a different part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Sexuality and then who you're attracted to aren't necessarily the exact same thing. Yeah, two boys can kiss, they don't have to be gay. That's just assumed. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm saying the sex, I think, is what's probably confusing the algorithm. I think you hit on the problem there, because somebody at YouTube was like, well, gay implies sex yeah. in, in that you know sense of the word, so then we should probably censor that. But that's also a f reflection of society, because they think our society deals with that the same way, too. Yeah. I think, they're I think like, they're like, they're like, gay, hold on, I don't want my son butt-fucking another boy or whatever, yeah. when it's like... Doesn't have to be doing it, that. I mean, he might be. But it's no different than any other hum two humans having a compatible relationship that may involve sex in some capacity. So what kind of videos, do you know any examples of videos that have been, uh, you know, have fallen to the wayside because of this initiative? Like, because I could imagine it would, it would be terrible if, if there's somebody that is gay and they're like, they just post a video about dealing with being gay at their mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. And then that somehow falls under this algorithm well, and gets censored. Like, Lawrence, can we do an experiment? Put it in restricted mode and, and see, like, search, like, what Elise is talking about. Our sure. channel is going to be blank. Yeah, I know. So the, Our channel is blank. I've already said this. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? There was it's one like, video. There, there's, like, one it? video. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What video? <laughs> it was, like, Mario. We should push that Mario video as hard yeah. as we can. I think that's pretty justified. So <laughs> it's, I feel like this falls into a lot of, a lot of, a lot of YouTube content where it's, the it, what's not helping, and I'm sorry, Los Angeles loyal, loyal, loyal uh, but what's not helping is headlines like this. YouTube restricted mode targets homosexual and LGBT mm -hmm. content creators. It doesn't. Yeah. It was an accident. Um, or rather, an unintended. Censors, yeah. But it's not targeting. Like that implies no, somebody yeah. set out, I hate gay yeah. people and mm -hmm. I'm going to remove yeah. their content from YouTube. That was an unintended side effect of a, of a, of a solution that was intended to solve a problem. Um, so that sort of thing that, that, that uh, and again, apologies, Los Angeles, loyal, and also learn to cite your sources. I read your story. Uh, is, is sort of where this conversation tends to go, is that there is an issue, and it's an issue that should be addressed, and I think even, or I read, even YouTube acknowledges as much. But then it's, man, you just get so much more traction by put, making it aggressive and intentional. Uh, so I don't think that's the case. What, to me, this, ha this has happened so many times over the years, is that YouTube is kind of, they are, you know, they're trying to steer this video platform in a variety of ways, and it's beyond the scope of human hands. Um, because the traffic is just so high. There's so, yeah, so much. So they, they come up with a systemic algorithmic solution. That solution has unintended and unforeseen consequences, and then they course correct as they go. Hmm. And this is kind of a situation like that. I think they found that the guidelines they set up that they thought would programmatically solve the problem maybe cast a little too wide of a net, and now they're fixing it. Mm -hmm. 
that that is the situation as as it appears to me. It's a bummer, and I think also very indicative of society that LGBTQ content was wrapped up in that. But that's when it becomes it's like a creepy mirror where we're seeing as much as some people want to believe it's not an issue. I think social media algorithms are starting to reflect society more than more than even our own worldviews show us. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is one of those indications. It's like, but the fact that it was a problem and was acknowledged and is being corrected, I think is another great indication of society. Google, I mean, I always feel that like these huge corporations, they can be driving forces in terms of um, progressiveness and like moving society forward, depending on your perspective. I'm gonna say for me, absolutely forward. Um, But uh, Google has a pretty good history with this, you know? Um, and so to immediately assume, yeah, exactly. Um, and also anytime they include the plus, mm-hmm. it used to be including the yeah. Q. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you actually do care. Yeah. But now you include the plus. That's like, like we, hey, we actually do care. But like they have a pretty good history of it. So oh, I go. think it's unfortunate that we are in a situation where a company like this can have a pretty great track record. One thing happens and people immediately grab their pitchforks and mm-hmm. are looking for a fight. Um, and that isn't to say everyone did that, but but they diffuse it right away. They say, "Hey, we're really sorry. It's not yeah. working the way it should." Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube's usually like like with content ID and stuff. They're always like, "It's a new feature," and they just kind of yeah. stare blankly at you because it's a robot. Um, but this one, at least, they're like, "Okay, hey, sorry." Yeah, it's never the intent to, it. for it to run this way. It's easy to diffuse it too because they're probably a corporation. They probably have a, a company culture. They have PR, but like professional PR people that know exactly what to do in situations like this. It's an interesting reflection of how actual YouTubers handle it, though. Mm. Oh, I see. What yeah, you're sometimes that I mean, not to get more, it, not to get yeah. off oh, track, but like, you'll, you'll, despite <laughs> yeah. someone having a history of being very open and accepting of people. They'll make a video that isn't like maybe a misinterpreted joke or something like that. And then it's like the, the like, response is never like, listen, I apologize. Yeah. Like, I sorry about that. I never like I didn't expect that to be the case. It's always like a, something else. Well, the, the YouTube, it always digs deeper sometimes. The YouTube game. Not to immediately cut back to an image of PewDiePie. Well, no, no, it's not PewDiePie. That's no, I'm just saying in general, it, well, the, it seems to be happening a lot. The YouTube game is always fascinating and funny to me. It's typically it's be on YouTube. Make your business on YouTube. Get mad at YouTube when things go wrong. Make a video yelling about YouTube. Then YouTube fixes it, but then you don't have any sort of response or reaction to it. You just still remain mad, and you let your viewers live in ignorance. Well, it's because you go, good. They fixed it. I deserved it. And I then, fixed it. And it's, yeah, and it's like, I fixed it. It was me. And in reality, it's, it's YouTube being like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. That makes sense. We, we should probably fix it. Yeah. And, like, not to suck YouTube's dick for, you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever we're doing, but uh, I think what James was saying earlier is that they're more nimble than most large corporations are, which I appreciate that they'll go and say, oh, you know, no, hold on, hold on, we'll fix it, we'll fix it, we can do that right now, that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, it takes sometimes months or years to fix problems at other larger companies, and uh, Google and YouTube are a lot better about that. Yeah. So yeah. I have to imagine just knowing Google where it's where YouTube is, is based, Cal, like, you know, especially in California and other very, very progressive cities, the internal company culture and the people working there probably aren't like maliciously going, we need to censor LGBTQ no, no, content no. because mm-hmm. we, yeah. we don't agree with its message. Like, yeah. I, I, I do think this is an, an unintended consequence of just robots. R- well, <laughs> robots and code that's not necessarily fully to, realized. Like, they probably have to censor the word. Like, there's always pornography being uploaded to YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. it's. It's there. You can find it. Yeah. It usually gets wiped with after like a view or two, but like it's there. And I'm sure some company was just uploading lots of like gay porn or like gay, you know, gay rubbing or I'm trying to think of other <laughs> barebacking, uh, pitchforking. What's some gay, other gay kissing? Gay yeah. ki- no, I mean more than that. Like fault lining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> straight straight dude tricked into yeah. fucking five gay dudes. Like, oh, and, and the robot was just like. Okay, we keep seeing this word gay pop up. Yeah. Uh, it's usually tied to sex, and yeah. then that happened, and then it went, whoa, 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 hold on. Like, Then some Bruce. human had to step in and go, no, YouTube robot, it's not all bad. <laughs> and it just went, what? Uh, robotic algorithms cause another problem that is potentially far more reaching, which we'll get to in just a moment. Have to do StarCraft? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean, StarCraft? So uh, you're playing a StarCraft. Yeah, I'm playing a StarCraft video. Uh, yeah. So, uh, first of all, we need to consider our bodies and our minds, so we should delete... <laughs> Delete. We should uh, 
And Jess, healthy food from Blue Apron. Sorry, I'm all, I'm all out of whack, man. It's in the machine. My second fell out of my the head. Robot. <laughs> Fix his algorithm. <laughs> so uh, as, as part of a project that has yet to be announced, uh, James and I had to do a bit of shopping uh, earlier this week. And it reminded me just how efficient Blue Apron is because I had to go buy groceries like a normal human being, which I'm not accustomed to being. Uh, he was late for work this morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> but uh, one, one of the cool things about Blue Apron is they ship you the exact amount of each ingredient you need. Uh, just, just for refresher, Blue Apron is a, uh, like a meals by mail service and a given week. You can sign up for a number of meals and they'll ship you this nice little box that has everything you need in it, all pre-portioned. So there's zero food waste and, and all the packaging is recyclable. Contrast that with buying normal groceries and I'm just kind of eyeballing the amounts of foods that I need. And I know by the end of the week, I'm going to have a lot of, a lot of spinach left over and I'm going to have to find a use for that. And I guess I'll just eat a lot of spinach. But it's a bummer because throwing out food is kind of impactful to the environment. You know, it, it puts carbon into the atmosphere to create food. So throwing it out is carbon waste. Uh, and if that's something that you're maybe concerned about, eating more exactly is certainly something you can do to be a little more efficient and create less waste in this world. Uh, and the food's really good too. Uh, to wit, I will read four things that are on the menu this week. First up, we have spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell pepper, and ricotta salata uh, for you vegetarians out there. Ooh. We also have sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot, and ginger fried rice. Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Ooh. And baby broccoli and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad. You can check out this week's menu, which I've just read to you, but you can see pictures of it. Uh, and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So please go to blueapron.com soup. Thank you for your sponsorship. Did you say ricotta salada? I think I did. Sounds like yeah. What is salada? Girl. Is that salad? Good question. Isn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> ricotta <Yeah>. salada. <laughs> um, Spanish for salad. Not not to not. Oh to, yeah, it is Spanish for salad. You're right. Not uh, to, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it I is, just Omar. googled it, Omar. Don't know what to tell you. You're a thinking ensalada. What's the difference? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just realizing how much Blue Apron has impacted Lawrence's life oh, and yeah. him using it. Oh, yeah. Because Cause this weekend on Sunday, he, we both received, we're eating the same for the sake of this project, for the sake of this week. We're yeah. eating the same food. Um, and he texted me or he emailed me. We both received the same plan. He emailed me and he goes, I have no idea how much to get. And it's because well, he's so used to getting that. everything the delivered. Yeah. There were some I mean, other. Con- there were some other. There were some concerns too, but like <laughs> but it was they so measured funny. meat by the cup. I didn't occur to me at the time, but now I'm like, oh, it's because he's not used to measuring his food. Yeah, that no. way. Or, or actually, like ingesting it and then <laughs> digesting. It what do you mean it's not pre-chewed? Yeah. I always picture Lawrence yeah. eating like Haley Joel Osment and AI, or he just puts the spinach in his mouth, eh. <laughs> and then they have to clean them out. <laughs> <laughs> they got to the grocery store and they they're like cart sir and he's like cart what where's my uh, box cart? that delivers it in the mail you don't put it all in bags <laughs> and in a box <laughs> I are grocery. you blue apron man <laughs> <laughs> your apron's the wrong color okay so uh, I guess the next real uh, tra- or the next real dust up which is not my is terrific social awkwardness at the grocery store <laughs> um, is that a lot a lot of advertisers have since uh, withdrawn from YouTube's advertising pool. Mm. And as near as I can tell, the first report, first big breakout of this was around March 17th, when the Times, which is a UK publication, reported that, and this is this is the lead here from the Times, quote, Google is to be summoned before the government to explain why taxpayers are unwittingly funding extremists through advertising, the Times can reveal. Uh, David Duke, the American white nationalist, Michael Savage, a homophobic shock jock, and Steven Anderson, a pastor who praised the killing of 49 people in a gay nightclub, all have very uh, videos variously carrying advertising from the Home Office, the Royal Navy, the Royal Air Force, and Transport for London, and the BBC. They didn't use the Oxford comma, for shame. Um, I thought a British publication would definitely do that. Uh, so essentially what was happening is ads funded by the UK government were appearing on extremist videos on YouTube. Um, uh, and then this is further in the story quote last night the government suspended its YouTube advertising pending reassurances from Google Commercial brands also removed advert also removed adverts with channel forcing that was not satisfied that the platform was quote a safe environment So that was kind of the that was that was the big blowout um, That's when this the story basically blew up later uh, the Times reported that Google could be prosecuted under anti-terrorism legislation if it fails to remove illegal content from its YouTube video platform minister said yesterday and this is in the UK to be specific 
uh, Robert Buckland, QC, the Solicitor General, said that the internet giant could be criminally liable if it was found to have recklessly disseminated videos posted by extreme groups such as National Action, a far-right group prescribed as a terrorist organization in December. Uh, more than 250 brands, including Volkswagen, Toyota, and Tesco, have pulled their advertising businesses from YouTube since the revelations last week. And this report is also a week old. So, uh, One prominent U.S. media analyst downgraded the company's stock after warning that the scandal could have global repercussions. Uh, Yvette Cooper, chairwoman of the Home Affairs Select Committee, questioned whether Google was, quote, aiding and abetting criminal activity by failing to remove recruitment videos for national action on YouTube. Uh, and then just to run this down real quick, currently here's a list of brands that have pulled from YouTube, both in the UK and US. Uh, UK includes stuff like Audi, Argos, uh, Heinz, Honda, L'Oreal, uh, McDonald's, Tesco, The Guardian, Toyota, Transport for London, UK government in general, Volkswagen. In the US, AT&T, Beam, Beam Suntory, so whiskey, uh, Dish Network, Enterprise, FX, General Motors, GSK, Johnson & Johnson, PepsiCo, Starbucks, Verizon, and Walmart. So some of the biggest U.S. brands have pulled they out pulled of YouTube. all advertising? All of it. <laughs> Off of uh, YouTube, and then also I think Google Display Ads as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're all, interesting. They're only still advertising on Google Search. Okay. But like on Display Ads and in YouTube, they, they pulled them. And so. then uh, one final note. Uh, there's there's incre like increase. I guess the analysts have dug into it. Uh, there was a headline today. Uh, this is via Business Insider. It's that uh, an analyst at Nomura Instinet, it's a really interesting word. Uh, according to the note from them, Google owned YouTube, which relies on big brands advertising, could take a 7.5% hit to its revenues, which are estimated to be 10.2 billion mm. in 2017. So like a $750 million hit. Yes. That's they would take. Uh, oh wow. yeah, over years, uh, that's, that's essentially what they're looking at. Hmm. And that's presume. I think that's presuming that the advertisers stay out and the revenue is permanently lost. Mm -hmm. But this is uh, this is a an, a really interesting situation. And to be frank, it's one that I've been waiting for for a while. I think not that the two are explicitly connected, but to me that this this is kind of similar to the PewDiePie incident, where a brand was associated with content that they were kind of ignorant of. Once they became aware, they were like, oh, shit, you were <laughs> kidding me. Yeah. And then they, they hit the button fast. They're like, no, we are not appearing next to that stuff. But the way it works, too, on YouTube is you as a content creator typically don't get to choose your sponsor unless, like, this podcast where you, you know, you have, you know, a special In sales. Integrated, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's those. That's completely different, which you do disclose to YouTube. But YouTube, if you enable ads, just basically it's whatever puts, they sell. puts it through an algorithm and goes, okay, you're a tech gaming focused channel. We're going to put some Mass Effect ads on your videos. We didn't go, yes, more Mass Effect, please. Right. So the, uh, uh, whatever, the white supremacist didn't say, I love Walmart, put it on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, the algorithm said, people who watch your content seem to really like Walmart. Let's put a video on there. Or let's yeah. put an ad on there. It's geographic, it's demographic. <laughs> yeah, low-key middle, middle America burn. Well, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, like, yeah. it's it's kind of... It's up to so YouTube deploys all these ads on on YouTube's content uh, because and they may not it may not even be that targeted it may not even be like a, oh this is a these people are in middle America so therefore they like Walmart it may not be that that simple um, it may even be simpler than that and I think what the the advertisers were worried about is that is they were like next to terrorist videos and mm -hmm. like <laughs> well, um, in the UK specifically that was taxpayer money. Right, and that's, that money is going a major directly problem. to extremist groups yeah. that like, are not shy about their extremity. So, in the UK, the UK populace is funding terrorist groups, or they were through YouTube. Th yeah, that'd be like if uh, with PBS, since that's government funded here. Yeah, uh, ho hopefully, I mean, you know, still, still government funded. Hmm. Um, that'd be like if basically the advertisers were giving money to uh, PBS and they were supporting terrorist groups through the government. Like it would, it would be just like that. So it makes, in the UK, it makes a lot more sense here. It's a little different since and the laws are different too. And the laws are different too. But yeah. since we don't really, it, it's not really government funded uh, videos that are on, that are on YouTube. Uh, it's a little, it's a little different, but I, I can see why all the advertisers pulled out. They're all very, very worried mm -hmm. uh, because they're next to, to some really, really controversial content. Uh, but I also see it from YouTube side, which is, what do you do? Like, yeah. how do you censor this stuff? Like, if you start censoring, then people flip. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's the interesting thing. Oh, it's, so it's it's not censorship. 
and it never will be. YouTube is not removing the content. The issue is whether or not you're getting paid for it and where that money's coming from. That's true, yeah. And yeah. I feel like everyone jumps right to censorship when really the issue yeah. is revenue. Yeah. You're still allowed to be to say whatever you want on YouTube. Well, that's not true. You're still allowed to say most things on YouTube <laughs> or do gay. most things. <laughs> uh, the real issue is can you monetize your content and where does that money come from? I don't think it's too out of the question if you want to call for an ethnic genocide or something like that. <laughs> You can get your message out there, but maybe you shouldn't make money off yeah, of it. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't so get Walmart I, ads on I think YouTube probably gets that, mm -hmm. but it goes back to the automation of it all. Yes, absolutely. They can't watch all of the videos. Yep. Like, they can't watch all the videos to see if one or two or even all of them on the channel are extremist in some way. Like, that—that that is at a point where the... A robot cannot listen to the video and then identify keywords and tone to determine whether or not the video is insightful or hateful. Um, so I don't know how you do that. It's such, yeah, I, James, I think you're very right. It's, it is an, an extremely difficult problem to solve because the second you find a programmatic way to solve it, human beings will immediately find a way to just squeak under those rules or around them or above them. And then they'll share that information with all their friends that are also getting pretty good crowds from shock jock type stuff. Yeah, the, the issue is just money. The fact that there's money in it encourages the behavior. Um, and I'm not saying that the behavior is bad, but it's certainly bad from a, a business perspective. And that's, that's purely what I'm talking to. I don't want to get in the morality of it. Um, so for YouTube's perspective, yeah, they have to create a safe environment for advertisers. In the past, that was ensuring that they had respected copyright. Content ID was kind of the big the big hurdle they had to overcome and Facebook videos kind of butting up against that now. You have to ensure that if you're running ads on something, it's not stolen. Um, if somebody uploads Avatar, you know, in full, you, you don't want to run ads on that because then you might, you just don't want to be connected to something illegal. Uh, so YouTube did, I think, a very good job. I think Content ID is actually a really elegant tool yeah. and it's phenomenally accurate, almost annoyingly accurate sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, how do you... How, how do you decide where that line is and then how do you enforce it? Well, it's they, crazy. They you're probably going to get to it, but they pledged to hire a bunch of people to go on a hiring spree. Yeah, I don't know if you can hire enough human beings. Mm. That's I mean, you can try. I mean, like I'm I'm betting that they have I'm betting they have like algorithms to detect mm. something that's like questionable. Maybe questionable or yeah. controversial or angry or whatever else. Didn't they try something with this where they were like trying to get people on a like a volunteer type thing, like they'd reward people for flagging oh, yeah. videos. Yeah. What How much that? of that stuff is coming from the community, do you think? Oh, I think, yeah, and, and Omar, you bring up another good point. I think, I think community feedback and engagement and reports are also part of a mythical algorithm. And this is, again, related to the previous issue. There's this huge, gray, clunking YouTube algorithm that decides all this stuff. And humans check in on it, but I think for the most part, Certainly no users know how it works. I, I have faith that people at YouTube know how it works. I think at some point it might be too big for any one human being to have it all in their head, but within groups, certainly they have an understanding of it. I have a solution. Yeah. We create CyberCourt. <gasps> yeah, I, this is my dream. It's almost Cyber like a video court. game. So I've been waiting so long to hear that phrase. Here's, here's your, here's your <laughs> no. example. Oh yeah, it's a robot judge. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> his arm, only, like his arm only goes this and this. <laughs> it only it's does this. actual robot. But this is what happens. So let's say the uh, the jihadists make a video and it's got Walmart money tied to it, but then someone reports it and they accurately re report it and they do it correct, they should get that money. But if there's an interesting situation, you can fight it. And then you go to cyber court Ooh. and Robo Judge decides who gets the money. They're already kind of doing that. But then you can watch it as a live yeah. stream Constant and then you can ID bet on it and people make, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. There's so much money involved here. Yeah. yeah. And then you get Google points. <laughs> oh man. What do you uh, redeem the Google points for? You, you get, they're like tickets so you can get a blender. Well, it's yeah, like, how many like, surveys you have to random draws at prizes. You can't translate directly to something, right? but it can translate to a chance at something. If it's a low point, you can get a bounce ball, you can get a ta uh, temporary tattoo. Yeah. But once we get to the high points, we get that Megazord. Sweet. Well, you might get you might get a new car. Oh, you could oh, get a new car. Might. That's, yeah. that's a big what deal. do you think about, here's, here's a crazy wild scheme for YouTube that sort of undermines the whole open aspect of YouTube's mm -hmm. system, but what if you're an advertiser and you hit a certain, uh, you know, financial bracket that YouTube says, okay, you're one of our preferred advertisers, you're giving us a ton of money, we are going to be very, very selective 
about what videos we run your ads on because you are an elite yeah mm -hmm. uh you know sponsor for us like mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the kind of thing they already do they probably should have been I, guess. I i would assume i mean like i assume that they were already way ahead of us on that one like i like Johnson and Johnson or like Unilever or whatever. Yeah. They're spending billions yeah, of dollars with that's, YouTube. That's what I would think they'd be more meticulous about. The, I, I, I would assume clients. that they're assigned like an entire department yeah. at YouTube that's like, we're only putting your ads on the stuff that, we, that you know, you guys want. Yeah. We know exactly what channels and types of content like. But maybe not. Maybe they weren't. Maybe, I mean, maybe not. I like think when they I, were, but when I, I, don't I know. think the scale, the scale is something that is so hard for us to conceive. It's, it's like it's saying just, that, oh, it's. It's three billion suns to the next planet. You're like, that's a big number. It's just, YouTube is so yeah. mind-bogglingly huge. It is, but it has this certain like egalitarian vibe to it, where yeah. it's like, well, anybody can can be on YouTube. Anybody can become successful on YouTube. So it feels weird that they would they would be super selective for certain clients and not others. But but they, I can't have to imagine they were. They had to have been, right? I mean, maybe maybe to a to a smaller extent, but now. Now I think they've been, it's like been brought to their attention because they're losing almost a billion dollars on it. Mm -hmm. So they have, they have to do yeah. it. They have to hire it's, three, four hundred, five hundred people. They don't want to wind up in cyber court, so. They do not want to wind up. Guilty. A lot of money guilty. on the line. Yeah. It doesn't say not guilty, only guilty. <laughs> you only lose in cyber court. The lawyer starts glitching. <laughs> well, oh, for 3,500 uh, Google points, you can buy a cyber lawyer. A chance oh, at a cyber oh, A chance at a cyber yeah, well, Or you get a car. You yeah. get a car. <laughs> is there like a... An ACLU like type a, uh, Well, yeah, what do you... When like you have like oh, a legal court aid? Appointed, yeah. Court appointed you get, lawyer. They call those armchair, armchair lawyers. So yeah. it's some guy on Reddit who thinks he's a lawyer oh, okay. and likes to give advice about the law. Yeah. You can appoint him for free. He might not know what the fuck <laughs> yeah. he's talking about, yeah. but he's going to have a lot of Wikipedia okay. links. Yeah, so Google some, Preferred. Something like that exists already, except it's a little reversed. So there is something called Google Preferred which is essentially Google aggregates their most trusted and biggest channels, and then they sell those in packages to advertisers. Sorry, I think I knew about this. Yeah, I was, forgot about it. But you it, should, so, because you're YouTube certified. Yeah, it's in that yeah. certification. <laughs> That's if, but if a giant know. corporation like Walmart just drops a shitload of money and they said, Put it everywhere. Yeah, put they it don't care about them. the preferred well, thing. That's, like, that's exactly they what want that happens. middle yeah. they want middle America to know that mm -hmm. there's a two for one deal on Time Cop. So and that they Wait, you hate get two Jews. copies of Time Cop for one price of Time Cop. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> a great deal. Guilty, <laughs> guilty of not watching Time Cop. Put it in. Roll back time and watch. Well, it. one's a DVD and one's a Blu-ray. Oh, oh, they need laser disc. Oh, uh, you CD. get that. If you need that DVD, you're living in the past, which defeats the premise of Time Cop. <laughs> it took place in the far of year of like 1996. I know. <laughs> what I what self-driving car in that movie. <laughs> A, yeah, the one that went down the rail into the time zone. It's a rail. Death no, 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 no. There was actually a self-driving car. He gets a self-driving car and there's like no. a couch or like a bed inside of him and he like lays down. It's I've like never seen taking time you cop. home. You've never seen Time Cop? Never. Bruce. It's great. It's I'll pretty good. One day I'll see it. No, I won't. It's yeah. the only other movie I've Take seen the rest with of the, the girl day. from no, you know? often If you ever go to the past and you see yourself, don't talk don't touch yourself because then you merge into one thing and then you die because paradox. He's right. That's right. It's an Oscar winning movie. How can the same person be in one place at once? Think He's about right. It. <laughs> <laughs> I did. What I what I foresee this happening is, and again, this this might if you do enough leaps of logic, you could call this censorship. But what's going to happen is essentially either either explicitly or implicitly, as standards and practices will emerge. And on YouTube, if you want to either qualify for premium ads or qualify to maybe eventually get premium ads, you will have to police yourself and your own content. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know to what degree that will be like you'll get a gold star on your channel because you're family friendly and Walmart can advertise on you or if it'll all just be behind the scenes or if it'll be like it is now where it's kind of loose and you just have to sort of figure out in reverse from your CPM what quality of ads you're getting. But yeah, Adam, I think you're right. I, th I think brands like Walmart would just do big buys with Google for AdSense and stuff and it's just throw it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it's the conscious decision we all made doing this channel. Like we, if you want to make the big bucks, be family friendly. There's like a bunch of family like unboxing channels. Ethan Bit Tube HD. Ethan Tube HD. <laughs> Fucking not not a negative thing to say there. But the thing is like we would all be dead inside if we were producing content like that. Mm -hmm. We'd just be like <laughs> Ethan Tube had he I watched a video the other day. He opened up an old McDonald's toy make cookies. But his sister played a prank on <laughs> Most of us would be dead in inside. Oh. Classic, <laughs> classic a, other tube what HD. A, what a burn. Whatever his I don't know. I <laughs> I legitimately enjoy knowing that we're making content that makes us laugh yeah. and that we get to watch it and go, haha, that's funny. We can make this joke and people know it's all in jest and that we're not 
trying to hurt any group or any one person. It's for the South Park mentality of like, we're just trying to be as funny as possible to, to stuff that we enjoy. And we're not trying to censor ourselves, make it. And we probably don't make as much money as we could if we were like, you know, freaking Minecraft tube Lord 4,000 being like, Ooh, Hey kids, yeah. we're, we're gonna hit some fucking blocks today. And you kill you yourself. Can't say fucking. Yeah. Cannot yeah. Say fucking. Well, then you, he said frack. Uh, there you go. When you took a look at um, Funhouse in restricted mode, did you take a look at any other channels or Rooster Teeth channels like yeah, Chicken Hunter, I mean, Rooster Teeth? And it's all you know, like they each have like two videos or one okay. video or whatever. Like it's like it's, but restricted mode was so small in terms of one point five percent, you know, total views from YouTube or one. There's only it's about one point five percent of the total views are in restricted mode. I wasn't too worried about it. No, no. Um, I was just curious how we compared to other like. Oh, channels, terribly, you know? terribly. I mean, like Ethan Tube HD. None of them are restricted. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, like no. you could watch all of that in restricted mode and it'd be, library. That would be totally fine. Yeah, because library crowd. You'd be, you'd be playing uh, <laughs> playing pranks with worms or whatever. But um, classic, classic but, YouTube. But the uh, I, I mean, like I've said for a long time that like on on. So I know I know YouTube's behind television. I know I know I know when it comes to advertisers. Um, but I I feel like at this point, since people advertisers can go directly to Cartoon Network and say I want to advertise on only Adult Swim. Um, because it's more of the, you know, male 18 to 34, uh, it's a little older. You're saying they uh, can or they can't? They can. They yeah, can. yeah, yeah, they, absolutely. You, you can okay. go and say, I only want this block, and they'll give it right. to you. Um, and YouTube doesn't have that because of all the content that they have. Uh, I Hopefully this is the next step in YouTube getting that system. Because ideally, ideally only people that can advertise on our channel would be male 18 to 34. Ideally that's the way it would work. It wouldn't be like, you know, like little kids' toys on Funhouse videos, because oh, that doesn't make God. any sense. Number one, uh, but number or two, yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't. But number two, I'd be worried about it if there yeah. were like you know like little kids watching our stuff. So oh, they uh, are. So oh, they and, say they're eighteen, but uh, I mean, you our, not to trust our audience is getting older and older, which is good. Um, uh, regardless, I, hopefully this will be the next step, so that now people can go directly to YouTube and say, "I only want the mature content," yeah. uh, and that'll that'll be us. So and then uh, you know everybody will be happy because it'll meet also, the meet mature. The re- yeah. Well, uh, you know, mature in the sense that, is that older. I was gonna say mature, childish. <laughs> I don't know what we call ourselves. Yeah. I think that Full was rested. <laughs> that was the that was the dream behind multi-channel networks. I oh, think yeah. the idea yeah. is that your machinimas and your makers, your Polaris, they would groom their networks so they could represent a vast quantity of YouTube viewership and guarantee an advertiser that it was all a certain standard and a certain style of content. That never happened. Never happened. Yeah. Um, and you can group content and yeah. package it. Yeah. You know, like like content. Like mm-hmm. television. But yeah. all those networks bit off more than they could chew anyway, too. So then they were just basically yeah. another YouTube with yep. another factory of inventory that they couldn't keep track of. Yep. Well, it was it was it's funny to have some distance from it and see how the machine broke because they would and and this is purely from my perspective, but there was the rush to get the the network number. So you would just bring on people, bring them on, bring them on. And then you would leverage that viewership to sell ads. But before long, you you when you hit the critical number to sell ads, you also hit the number where you couldn't possibly uh, know or guarantee everything that those creators were making because yeah. you just didn't have the bodies anymore. So it seemed to me pretty early on that there was never there was never a tipping point where you were earning more money than you were spending. Mm-hmm. The machine was always going to cost too much to maintain. Um, and I think YouTube's kind of seeing that now too uh, on on a huge scale. So yeah, they. They either have to find some merger of an algorithmic and a human process. But the human process, I won't say scary, is the interesting part because eventually there's going to be one person that makes a decision. And that decision is going yeah. to be pretty important about what, what gets seen and what gets paid for and what doesn't. But the important thing to, I think to remember here is that direct revenue is still a thing. YouTube Red still exists. And despite all of those advertising concerns, if, if the concern is that a certain type of content or a certain type of viewpoint will no longer be monetized and thus there will be a soft pressure for it to be removed, hence the censorship. A viewer always has the option to either give money directly to a creator or pay for YouTube Red, which also gives money directly to a creator, you know, through an intermediary. So I still don't think that the censorship angle of it is all that valid because there's still a way for people to make money making the content they want to make. And YouTube will still support that and still host it. Well, to be fair, though, I don't know if every creator is enabled with fan funding. You're right. Or with, like, Super Chat or whatever else. Well, it's, it's the same thing we've said for years, though. Don't build your business solely on YouTube. <laughs> right. YouTube's well, yeah, that's your, YouTube is your billboard, but 
it, you, you are a fool, sir or madam, <laughs> if you think YouTube is the one and only, like you just, you don't build, you don't build your house on a swamp and hope for the best. You know what I mean? Like, well, YouTube's not a swamp. Yeah. yeah. It could be. It's land Disney that you World's don't a swamp. Own. Yeah. YouTube, it's, it's really, really nice land, but it's land you don't own. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Rented land. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Beautiful go. swamp. So Sorry, it'd be like improving your rental property. Like eventually, like you're improving your rental. It's like great. Yeah. Look at all these improvements I made. But then you got to leave. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm. I've said it time and time again. YouTube is the best place to go to put your content on because it's free and it. What's up? Sorry, just um, not oh. to interrupt. But the screen we're seeing right now, from an advertiser's perspective, they're allowed to choose the individual ratings on content. Mm -hmm. oh. But again, it's all systemic, and people who people find ways to. You know, get around, get around that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you might Walmart might click. I only want to be on G content. G, G content could be a guy at a table with an all Akbar flag behind him, Screaming saying "Death to the West." Yeah, you know? yeah. He but curse. he says it in a nice way. Yeah. He's got Ethan, and then he unboxes a Disney yeah. toy too. Yeah. Oh, well, it's frozen. <laughs> now I, want, I don't have to buy it. I want to bomb an embassy. <laughs> but no, I was. I always said like YouTube's fantastic if for everything that it does. Like, if, I know we take it for granted, but. Go try to build a YouTube. Yeah, seriously. Best of luck. Yeah, it's really, try to, really try to build a website that can host video that you aren't paying Can't. out the ass for, for like web traffic. Well, Rooster Teeth did it and are still doing it. Yeah, no, absolutely. They and have it, one of the few video destinations, you know? Yeah. And it, it's just, it's mind boggling to me that we have a, a website that works as well for free and that there are actual competitors that people ignore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Like Daily Motion and. Vimeo. Blip. Vimeo. Blip. Yeah. Is Blip so uh, Facebook, I don't know, Facebook's, No Facebook's one knows. Swimming. That's the other thing. Facebook's coming up fast. YouTube has become synonymous with video. Being video. Yeah. It's it's just a, yeah. Anyway. So, the yes. Thing. You can always, I think it's a good way to start your business or at least pe make people aware because YouTube is the place where you should be. But, man, have, a, have other revenue streams. Have other options. Try to figure out how to monetize Twitter, Facebook. Do your own thing. Patreon if you have to. But, man, mm -hmm. don't. It scares me whenever anyone's just like, yeah, just live off the YouTube rev. Like, bad idea. Patreon is such a crazy thing to have come up in, the, in recent, like, history yeah. with being, like, a, a perfect way for people to avoid all of this mess. I have a photo of us when we had a phone call with Patreon back at the old job. Oh, God, and Bruce was trying to light a candle with his fart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it was just was nothing doing. was coming out of the, the talk. It was like, we can't do anything because we work for a company. We, yeah, we wanted to. We're not, we're not Greg Miller. Like, we're not going to, we can't do this. Like, no, it's not no going to happen. Greg, no one's Greg. No one is Greg Miller. That's the thing. Greg, Greg. I mean, Greg Miller is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I don't know if even Greg's Greg. You know, Sometimes. he's like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to switch him out. <laughs> well, the only thing that would make Greg Miller even better is if he were in a fancy tuxedo. That's true. That he ordered through the internet. I would agree. I would pay to see Greg in a tux. I actually would too. Yeah, and then how much does thing it cost? Pour... Uh, it depends. <laughs> oh, Patreon incentive. Um, <laughs> tux. Depends on how stylish you want to be. So Black Tux is sponsoring this podcast, and because uh, we have a, a legacy of uh, having sponsors that ship things to you by the mail, Black Tux is a tuxedo rental by mail service. Uh, so you uh, you basically go onto the website, you put in all your all your uh, measurements, and they have it in, like guides for you to measure yourself. And then you can rent a tux over the internet and then ship it back also over the internet. So you don't have to go to a wow. mall and go to a tuxedo fitting store. Some creepy old dude yeah, that cups you. Grabbing you, grabbing you everywhere. <laughs> always grab. Now you can grab yourself. <laughs> and here's the cool part. Uh, Black Tux offers a free home try-on. So you can put it on yourself and try out the measurements you sent in. And if it doesn't work, you send it back for free. And that's months before your event. So you have plenty of time to try it out. You don't have to go anywhere. It shows up. You've tried on, they give you something to ship it back with. You put it back in there if it doesn't work. Um, and if once you order, if it's for an event, you know, a marriage or or something like that, it'll arrive 14 days before your event. So you have plenty of time again to try it wow. on. Uh, so that's a full two weeks to try it on. Make sure everything fits. If anything's less than perfect, they'll send a free replacement right away. So they don't even they don't even wait for you to send it back. They'll just be like, oh, you need another one right away. So they make sure they do everything to make sure that you look good and feel good for your event. Uh, one thing that I can speak to is, guys, just try, just try a little harder and get a suit that fits. Nothing's worse than, I mean, okay, a, a fair number us. of things are worse. <laughs> is he talking to us? Yeah. Just in general. I mean, um, so I've been there. You know, I was young. And I won't say, to say stupider implies that I'm smarter now. Not the case. I've just learned to fake it better. But, uh, you know, just get a, get a poor fitting suit and then you show up looking like you just tumbled through your dad's closet <laughs> at a nice event. A good suit makes you look really good, provided that it actually fits. So... 
this they've made it super easy for you. You just punch in the numbers. If they're wrong, you have plenty of time to try it on. So please look good for your your fancy events. You want to look you want to look back and like how you look. Uh, that's certainly something that I've learned after looking like garbage for half of my life. So uh, to get twenty dollars off your purchase, uh, go to theblacktux.com/soup. That's theblacktux.com/soup for twenty dollars off your entire purchase. Uh, thank you, Black Tux. And then if I ever need a tuxedo in the future, I'll certainly be trying it out. Uh, hopefully, oh. I'm hoping I'm hoping we can squeeze a f- free rental or two out of, out of this. <laughs> I, I, I would do this podcast on a tux. Yeah, me too. Get me. Might well, get a little warm. Yeah, I yeah, I'll do it. So I'll I asked if they could fit a boy. A ch- uh, boys husky. Well, that's the thing, though. Oh. I, <laughs> I asked if they could fit a, fit a ladies' uh, proportion. So hopefully we'll get a nice. Whoa. You're gonna look like King from King of Fighters. Oh well, I was gosh. thinking about Tana. That's awesome. I, well, I mean, I don't I don't wear tux obviously, but this business model sounds incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. I was gonna say I would have actually enjoyed this for Joel's wedding because the tuxes James and I got sucked balls. They were not great. I had two different Yours stains. Yours was worse. Yours was worse. Two different stains. Well, because yeah. first he gave me a shirt, and there was a giant fucking stain yeah. on the shirt, and I was like, uh, different shirt, please. He goes, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Then I got another one. There was a stain on the collar. I said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> or is the other way around. But either way. No, I think, it, I think right. that's what it, it was. It, man. Jess looked fantastic. Yeah. Oh, look, that's going to be at least. That's going to be at least. All right, now, but do the one after you beat her up enough that her shirt busts open. Uh, okay. Well, we'll just scroll through these image results. That's probably not going to be a problem. Shirt open. Hello. <laughs> it was the best. I like the best. Oh, my gosh. Whoop. I remember, so when oh. I played King of Fighters, uh, she just looks out. like a like a blonde-haired boy at first because the pixels are so far away. You can't yeah. see that. She, I mean, she's just like that. Mm-hmm. And then you you hit her one time at the end of the fight, and the shirt goes over here. <gasps> It's like basically like better than when they revealed Samus at the end of Metroid. <laughs> oh my god! Which, by the way, uh, after rewatching or watching for the first time Barbarella, okay, oh, yeah. that's basically what the end of Metroid is. Is just a nod to Barbarella because mm-hmm. very beginning of that movie, which to be frank, most of Barbarella is garbage. But she's just like she's floating around, but it's in like a looks like a mannish spacesuit. Uh-huh. So in your mind, you're like, oh, it's some guy floating around. Like, uh oh, titties, because she, she does yeah, show yeah. her boobs, and they're. Amazing. You watched Barbarella? Yeah, well, because like Jess is really into like like retro space stuff, and it was on Netflix. We're like, oh, let's just watch it. I had had that mixed up with Barbed Wire. Oh, yeah. God forbid Jess ever gets into Barbed Wire. Jane Fonda was a total babe. Still is. Still is. Yeah. Are we old men yet? We might be old. (laughs) Kind of. I get mad at people taking photos in the fucking movie theater. Barbarella. Doesn't she get strapped into a machine that forces orgasms on her? Yeah. Well, I hope so. So wait, uh, it's like a pipe organ, except some dude's like playing it. Uh, She's like like getting sexually stimulated because of how much he's rocking out on the piano. That's the only scene I've seen of that. And then she comes so hard that she breaks the whole thing. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) That's uh, seventh wave feminism. (laughs) <laughs> the beauty of that movie was it came out before Star Wars, but then they re-released it after Star Wars because they wanted to capitalize on sci-fi. Mm. And I imagine some kid be like, I wonder if it's like Star Wars. And he's like, <laughs> no. I like girls now. Yeah. <laughs> or boys. I mean, there's a yeah. there's a half naked angel half yeah. that movie. It was for everyone. It was the fucking 70s, man. Yeah, well, it was it was very <laughs> Yeah, no one knew what they were doing. It was like a Rocky Horror type thing well before the, well, that was even a thing. The 70s were like, as long as my junk is in something. <laughs> I'm better than not. Well, that was like the original Tron. They had to basically give Jeff Bridges some like little sash because they're like, your junk is just was it too big. Just because they didn't have dancers belts, I guess, for the, oh. the outfits. Oh. And like, Jeff, your cock's just so big. <laughs> He's like, it'll be good for the kids, man. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, all right. Let's get into the lighter side of Dude Soup. Destiny 2 got announced. That's cool. Did it? That's oh, got leaked. Talk about no. your stunt Is it a proper announcement now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to hear stunt school. All right. Stunt school. I want to see stunt school about Destiny. Yeah. Oh, it's got a big Sorry. <laughs> it's not going to be an actual game until <laughs> about a year and a half <laughs> after it comes out. Well, just one thing. Is it official that you can't take your character from over or nothing goes over? I So I've heard I've heard rumors to that effect. I don't know the actual. Burn the forum. Start again. Stunt school. Stunt school. Stunt school. I don't know about stunt school. Just do Destiny real quick. You have five minutes to talk about Destiny 2. Was this announced? Okay. There it is. Yep. From Destiny it's a video game. game. It's got a big two. Can you control the fucking ship during the loading screen? <laughs> what are, why don't they call no. it Destiny? Yeah, right? Nice. <laughs> two Destiny. It'd be the Canadian. Hey, Microsoft, version. hire me. DDS, the number two and Y. Or yeah. T O O for no De- reason. Oh, Destiny? Des all. Like it's like a cartoon? Also. I don't know, man. If I made Destiny dollars, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be jumping off of high things. I, I wanted. I, I mean, we all played Destiny. I wanted oh. to get into it more, but. Shit. It felt uh, felt like it was being held back by 
Something from the past. I did, no, sorry. I just realized I have, I have like cool slow motion video of me doing stupid shit. Yeah. But I put it on my computer in there and uh, it's not here. Idiot. Wait. Just upload it. Just, right, just click it. Click the button. Go to your go to photo. It takes, just, it takes a while. But and just go to sync. Just upload it to the, yeah, the I can old upload drive it there. To drive. We'll, get, yeah. we'll get a preview drive. version of it. In a I minutes. went to stunt school and I, uh, so I, everybody, when they try something new, they're like, maybe I'll just secretly be awesome at it. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. I, do, I do that too. Of course. And it never happens. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's, there's that moment where, yeah, you get humbled. Um, and I am at least glad that I made it through that without having some kind of emotional meltdown in front of everybody. <laughs> Um, so that, in that's front of in front of everyone. Yeah, you yeah. May have he had one, but in the hotel room. Hotel. His, his new friends in the tub. What was the clientele like? Oh, it, they were so they were all fantastic people. Um, mostly a lot younger than me and a lot more fit than me. Uh, so it was it was interesting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So could be anyone. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were sort of like their uh, role model. They were all no. looking up to you. Yeah, you were like uh-huh. the dad. No, not at all. No, I was just quiet. Um, <laughs> Wait, was I this mean, fantasy camp or like an actual no, stunt no, school? Stunt, actual stunt, stunt school. school. Oh, cool. there, I mean, the people that went there want to launch a career in, in stunt performing. So, yeah. I mean, that's what it's for. They and then have, there's you. Yeah. And then there's me who was doing yeah. it for fun. Uh, and I was worried that I, like, I didn't want to seem like I was uh, disrespecting anybody's life goals or work uh, just by being there no. kind of for fun. You wanted to do it the best you could. Yeah. And, and I did. I, I certainly didn't. They uh, charge by the week, though, right? Like, uh, they charge by like the the the. So you class just bought course. a regular course. Yeah, that seems. I mean, you could buy a course. That yeah. doesn't mean you have to. If you want to go to space camp, doesn't mean you want to be an astronaut. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I mean, everyone wants to be an astronaut, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you're going to commit yourself wholeheartedly. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, for me, it's like What's the, uh, point? <laughs> the more people that are in the class, the less personal instruction each individual person mm-hmm. gets. Uh, did, so did you, know, you tell them that you're like I've already done stunts on a little thing called Eleven Little Roosters? Why haven't you heard of it? No. Oh. Did you show them your Twitter Ever and how many it? followers you have? I didn't. Do that either. Oh. I'm glad you didn't do that. I mean, no. I, I I I on the first day I was like, you know, I'm already in production. I'm very satisfied with my career. I'm doing this because I just have a personal interest in stunt performance and action movies and things like that. So, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't a dick about it. At least you, I hope not. You were talking about cutting together a reel of all your yes. like, cool stunt stuff. I think you need to to throw in like you prat falling on stage at a Let's Play Live or something. Oh, yeah. to slip, <laughs> to slip that in there too. Uh, sure. I mean that's a, that's a stunt fall. It, it's so. What's interesting is I learned a whole lot both about how awkward and gangly I am, and and just how hard stunt performance actually is. Of course. But I also learned a lot about you know the the business side of it because the people who run the school have been stunt performers for 30, 40 years. And they know a lot about the business and about how it, I mean, just sometimes James will talk about the practicalities of, of, of media production in the traditional sense. Uh, we're kind of outside of that system because we're in new media. But yeah, to have them talk about it and especially to have the students describe their struggles and the things that they're having to go through, it's, it's similar but way different mm-hmm. uh, to, to get in like a, in a legitimate movie or a legitimate TV. And I say legitimate. I guess I mean union mm-hmm. uh, with, to, to get on a Screen Actors Guild production. Real quick, can you play the Time Cop trailer? Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, and that, all that's <laughs> no cool. But did they set you on no fire? Stunt. They did not set me on ah. fire. Yeah, what were the stunts you did, Lawrence? Uh, that's enough about the stunt school uh, politics. I don't care. <laughs> there you go. What yeah, we don't care about who fucked who. Yeah. What, <laughs> what did, what did you This is fuck? what they have to do to circumvent content ID, by the way. So we found, we found Time Cop, full movie. But it's zoomed in, letterboxed, and there's a grid pattern. Who wants to watch it this way? I do. What kind of maniac? I'll watch it later because I've never seen this. This is Time Cop vision. Yeah. I just don't understand. 4,500 views. Uh, Okay, so stunts (laughs) stunts were basically, some of them were building up to very large things. So we did a lot of falling to prepare for a high fall, which is anything over 25, 30 feet. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's about the time when physics makes it a much different ordeal. You can fall 10 feet and land kind of bad on a pad and hurt and be okay. If you fall 35 feet and land bad on a pad, you'll break something. Right. Uh, so we did a lot of different high fall techniques, four, four main ones. There's a suicide fall, uh, and they have different names too. So this is, this is just what we were, we were taught. So suicide is, is you jump out and essentially you fall flat facing up. Um, and you know, on you'll your back. Anim- you fall on your back. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is harder to do than it sounds. Yeah. Uh, because when you're in when you're in the air, you have you do have control over your orientation, but it's a weird it's weird. Basically, GTA, like yeah, you have to hold the handbrake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to rotate it. Do the uh, wheelie. Uh, so it's all about it's all about how you leave the platform you're on, what you do in the air on the way down, and how you manipulate your body. Uh, for me, the big challenge was moving muscle groups independently. Um, there would be like, okay, you need to like raise your hips, and when I did that, I would unconsciously throw my shoulders back. Because to me, raising hips is a hip thrust, mm-hmm. and I would just do that instinctively. 
because I also do a lot of that in my off time. Thought he was gonna say that. Yeah, there it is. I was secretly I wishing. Was no, I, I I could see the fear in your <laughs> eyes, which is why I went there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just 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 to be able to like raise my hips without moving anything else was just one of those. Sam Raimi uh, was one of those uh, for He'll time do anything. producer. Uh, was one of those weird skills that I didn't know I didn't have. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there were uh, to go back to it. Four types of high falls: suicide. There's a backfall, which is just you kind of fall backwards off of something, which means you don't see where you're going. Um, so you just kind of have to have a sense about how long you're falling and when mm -hmm. you hit the pad. There's a face off, which is you jump chest side down, fall face down, and then flip at the last second to land on your back. Which flipping in the air is a challenge and wow. something it's I never got after very good at. 1990s action films. Maybe yeah. They're like here's the double impact. The <laughs> Seven arrow blade. <laughs> That's X versus Sever. Yeah. Uh, the last one, and by the far the. Tie. <laughs> uh, this one can only be performed by the ladies. K19, the Widowmaker. <laughs> you have to say the whole thing every time. The time cop. <laughs> I love time cop. Uh, the most challenging and most most dangerous is the header, where you fall head first. Holy mm. shit! And then it you got to tuck and flip around to your back to hit right before. Wow. The idea like being that for each of these bomb. falls, you. Uh, you maintain the posture while you're in frame, and then as soon as you go out of frame, you have to orient to land be right before you hit. Man. Uh, so that was that was exceptionally challenging. There were also uh, tumbles and dives, so just shoulder rolls, uh, parkour shoulder rolls. I've seen you do shoulder rolls. You're pretty good at them. No, no, oh, not. no. Okay, all right. Well. I thought I was comparatively. I he's thought good. he was. Yeah. So but. yeah, it's 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 interesting because uh, I've done shoulder rolls for a very long time. Yeah. But it's all from the perspective of falling five feet or less. I'm oh. always falling from my feet. Or being thrown, which doesn't add too much height He's to throwing. it. Doing a shoulder roll from <laughs> ten feet or higher, or from a trampoline, is a different ordeal. Right. Uh, so yeah, I had to I had to tweak my uh, tweak my technique. And I don't think I ever really got there to where they wanted. But <laughs> at least, yes, at least. Did you drive any cool cars? No, it, uh. there, it was not a driving course. Uh, it's a different which, class. Yeah, it was different. Yes, at least. Anybody ever died at the school? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not that way. <laughs> Sorry, no one died. So another eighty dollars if you want to drive a car. Huh? Yeah, really? That's it? No. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think say, they cough it up. I would have given you the eighty bucks. It's, a, it's a, a different kind of stunting entirely. Uh, driving it's is a whole thing. It's just a car rental. Wait, service. so do you have video of this or? Uh, I mean, I, I, oh, I was supposed to upload it. Sorry, I got. Do you distracted. have like cool stunt friends now? Now you don't care about us. Um, did no. You, did you make any friends while you were there? I, I hope so. They were all very nice, and you we all got along. numbers, no. or uh, follow most, each other on Twitter, maybe we'll Facebook. Do they know? Facebook. Did people know that you were Funhouse? I mean, I I said I was in new media, which I think immediately made them not care too much about what so I did. Gotcha, gay porn mm. star. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I talked about it when people asked, but you know, I didn't I didn't bring it up. Yeah. And also, I don't. I'm not where they want to go with their career. Sure. Most of them wanted to be in film and TV. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, Did you guys start cuddling because there were no women around? There were. It was half women. <laughs> oh like wow! Oh, boom! Yeah. <laughs> I assumed it was male only. That's sexist of me, and I apologize. Yeah, how dare yeah, you? No, was, three men, three actually. women. Uh, and yeah. Oh, for some reason I thought it was like couple, eighty-five people. No, six. No. six. Okay. It was a. It was a pretty intimate class. Cool. Uh, Do you think you found your future wife then? I think I did three years ago. <laughs> oh, that's Aww. really nice. That's really nice. Um, He's talking about himself. What did you do oh. in the evenings? Not a lot. Because uh, <laughs> you're in Atlanta. Because you couldn't drink. Well, Beautiful Atlanta. Couldn't get drunk because you have to be like bright and early the next morning, I assume. Yeah, and, and it was Eastern time, so I was already three hours removed. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he needed to be clear-headed <laughs> for his time at Sun School. Doesn't stop him from drinking here for Funhouse the next morning. Right. Yeah. Well, but for Sun School... Oh, that oh. doesn't put my personal health at risk. It will I'm just sitting around playing <laughs> That's debatable. Uh, but, so, so you just go back to your hotel and just... Oh, you Sorry. went to the movies? Uh, yeah, I, I saw Kong and Power Rangers. And even I know how to do that. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When people did, did you did you notice the stunts while watching? Yes, uh, mm -hmm. Kong had stunts. Power Rangers was just. Bad. Did you get pit, put in a padded suit and bit by dogs? No. Oh, that's Sorry. the police. Did you yeah. get <laughs> the Russian police? Did you get like hit by any weapons or anything like that? They break any chairs? Oh yeah. Do you have any baseball bats or poles or anything? No. Bow staff? No, I did. I did get punched you onto might. a car though. Do vampire training? You got punched under a like car? Like onto, like onto the hood. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Did um, you get bit? Cool. Yeah. Did they, never got bit. They never hit you with a car though, right? Where you had to roll and shatter the windshield. <laughs> Sadly, now we ran out of time. Um, oh, oh, damn it! We make time. For I have so that. many questions. All, all I ended up doing, they, they have, they had a pad car, which is actually pretty adorable. They like made tape, mm -hmm. tape headlights, and like oh. created a car with a windshield and everything. So car hits are fascinating. Um, you think it's just, you know, roll over the hood, hit the ground, not die. But yeah, everything about it is, is 
going off with control so you don't go under the wheels as it's moving forward. Yeah. And also making sure that you don't clip the rear view mirrors on the sides because those are still oh, moving yeah. and they will hurt. And oh. if you break them, not only does that hurt you, but it also messes up the car so that delays future shoots. Mm -hmm. So uh, when they were talking about the, the business end of it, so much of, of being a stunt performer is, is doubling somebody capably, so moving like they do physically, um, showing up with your own gear um, and being ready and like warming up when you need to. And then also- What being, does your own gear mean? Uh, like pads, pads and- Steroids. Uh, steroids, Omar. yeah. No, it, it's the, the production does not provide you protection right. equipment. That was how 11 Little Roosters was. Yeah. The, stunt, the stunt guy on that yeah. brought his own He brought his own. When we trained way. for a whole 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, he was a stunt coordinator. So yeah, he, yeah. there's like stunt coordinators and stunt performers. The coordinator comes in and essentially they are responsible for rigging and construction of the, of the stunt and making sure everyone's safe. And then the director is just, the director will basically uh, work and work with them to say like, okay, a camera can be here, a camera can be here. Uh, yeah, so so essentially what we worked with was a stunt coordinator who came up, invented the the fight scene on the spot, brought his own pads, made sure everyone was safe, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. So if I accidentally hit you with my car now, would you be able to take it? It depends at what speed. <laughs> Is your car made out of pads? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does it have cute little tape headlights on the front? <laughs> Might as well. Might as well, yeah. So yeah, sadly, I, I did some rolls over that. Some of them are okay, some of them weren't. Uh, that's just, you know, first time. That was your first time. Yeah. Uh, and then do you get like a little a little certificate at the end? No, sadly. I got a t-shirt though. Oh, that's something. Yeah. I uh I I did I did ask for a certificate. <laughs> is it a bullseye? That was a joke. Did they hit me here. Sadly. <laughs> no. I went to stunt school. It's it's pretty tasteful. I did ask for a certificate and I think the instructor thought I was serious. Which so, uh <laughs> Is there like an intermediate course now you you could go do? Like what's the next step? Uh yeah, there is an advanced course and that's where they they hit you with a moving car at 20 miles an hour and they set you on fire. And then they do some other some I, other things. I think you just sign up for the next Pirates movie. Why not? And go, <laughs> yeah, why not? I spent an afternoon at stunt school. Hire me. And uh, you do all that in afternoon. Ready? It was more than an afternoon. All right, so, huh? That's that's weird. That's playing. So I took a super oh. sweet slow mo video yes. of uh, me getting ripped through a, a stack of boxes. Awesome. But I don't think it's Sorry, okay. Cool. Time cop. Well, you'll have to wait. Man, yeah, good job, I'm so Android. excited about this. Is that the girl from Ferris Bueller's Day? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, she got bad teeth. I heard you. Thank you. Oh, she's a real monster. No, no, they're like razor sharp. Uh, Never zoom in on her teeth. Whoa, look at this cool guy. Oh, okay, so the, uh, the harness, they pull you through it. Yeah. Oh, damn, you're fucking quads, bro. Yeah, you look like yeah. a cartoon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, okay, so there's a reason for that. Uh, aside from being me being jacked as fuck. Uh, so that's called a ratchet, It's uh, and that's a yank vest. Uh, they were very inventive with her term. So uh, it's got it's got like loops all over it, so you can yank people however you want. But That's a ratchet we essentially <laughs> for the oh, version yeah. shoot. Oh, you did that? Well, when well, they, they hung us upside, upside down, down. Oh, yeah. but it's because there's loops everywhere. Okay, so yeah. they needed us to go a certain way, so they just looped us through that one. Uh, yeah. The way we did it was uh, so there's play a. It. I just want to see it. Oh sure, I'll just I'll play. It. <laughs> just, oh no! Why did it do that? Ah, I'm fucking it all up. Hold on. Is there a slow motion? There is. It's gonna play that way. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, audio listeners. Oh. <laughs> you forgot to throw middle fingers. Yeah. Oh, it's like an explosion. Yeah. Cool. The, uh, the prompt was. Uh, Were you acting? Yeah, bit. no, he was. Uh, yeah, that, the, that, you did a great job. That was yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I, the, didn't, I didn't know if that was your natural reaction or you were like, no, like, play it up. No, this was the third of three. So okay. we had a few that were, that were not as strong to, to get us accustomed to it. But the idea when you're doing a ratchet, and this is kind of part of the. Uh, this is part of the. Uh, the performance of it is that you can't make it obvious that you're wearing a vest because you're gonna have wardrobe over it and the line has to be taut because if it's not the looseness will yank and then it'll snap yep. you like yeah. way harder then it get, then you get whiplash and die so exactly you're, you're basically you start the scene fighting against exactly. the tension of the rope that's why cool. that's why my legs are engaged because despite trying to look like i'm just standing normally you had to flex against I'm actually it. flexing against the rope that's wow. pulling me back hmm. that's awesome that's, that's uh, really cool so there's that one here let that's me totally worth let me upload bucks. a few I, I mean I, oh, shit, actually, we're I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask him yeah. i want to know i want to know how much the whole thing was i'm curious uh that's a good question. You want to save the other videos for the post show? Yeah, and that sure. way only first members get <laughs> more yeah. of Lawrence. It's more exactly. the ultimate taste. Sweet, sweet tease. Look at that yeah. surfboard back there. I know. Oh, yeah. That cage or a surgery screen? Oh, yeah, you had, uh, Lawrence had hard netting for us, too. Oh, damn, I did. Mm. We could save that for next, dude, too, if, you, if okay. you're worried about uh, it. Yeah. Time Cop wins. Time Cop wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, DJ Def Joey. Uh, Kissing his dead grandma won. <laughs> Ugh. 
So now he's the new, he reigns on high for another week. He's the reigning champ. I think it's going to be pretty hard to topple him. Uh, and and to be honest, I had kind of a I had a soft soft candidate this oh, okay. week. Okay, well we can find a better one. Yeah. Well, I'll show I you think my DJ new. Joey has earned a spot for. A while. I'll, yeah, I'll send you the uh, the, the wealth hole I found that I gave to Bruce. Oh, oh it's not uh, it's the not, wealth hole. It's not that was a wealth hole. It's not hard netting. It's just it's just things you shouldn't be looking at. You want to see a man <laughs> turn into a horse over fifteen pages via Photoshop it comic? It's pretty cool. Oh, see me banging her. Lawrence has seen all this. Yeah. What what about the one where the dude changes into Charizard? That's my favorite. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, yeah, tell us a sex scene. Super fucking zoomed yeah, in. Fix your video, illegal pirater man. This well, is like the... Oh, that was a boob. This is like the was MacGruber. It? I couldn't tell. I mean, there's nudity in, in this oh. film. Well, I, hey, this is, only, this is only live on RT. This is like we'll the MacGruber, the MacGruber oh, okay. sex scene. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Watching Dude Soup this week. However you did it. I'm just glad you arrived. Almost used a different word. Proud of you next week. Yes. If you're watching live, uh, stay tuned for the post show. If you're not watching live, check out the post show on roosterteeth.com or fun.house, which is a really cool URL. Uh, so we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, see you then. And see you next Jeez week. He's going to die. <laughs>